52 degrees on the way, 10 degrees warmer, 62 at uh, 8 to 21 on a Wednesday morning, hump day edition of the Paul W. Smith Show. Glad we're together always Monday through Friday from 6 till 9. We will miss you if you are not here. And frankly, we'll talk about you. All right, let's uh, check in now. The state uh, court of claims has ruled on a lawsuit challenging a nearly 100-year-old law that criminalizes abortions in Michigan. The judge saying the law is unconstitutional. Well, WJR senior news analyst Chris Renwick is following the story and revealing some of the information to us right now. Morning, Chris. Good morning, Polly. The judge Tuesday issued that preliminary injunction to Planned Parenthood of Michigan suit that would halt the enforcement of Michigan's 1931 abortion ban, at least temporarily, should the U.S. Supreme Court overturn Roe v. Wade. Court of Claims Judge Elizabeth Gleichers noted in her opinion, Planned Parenthood was likely to succeed on arguments that forced pregnancy is a threat to a woman's constitutional right to bodily integrity and due process. Gleischer also penned, if a woman's right to bodily integrity is to have any real meaning, it must incorporate her right to make decisions about the health events that most likely change the course of her life, pregnancy and childbirth. It's a notch in the wind for the groups like Planned Parenthood and the ACLU. Dr. Sarah Wallet is the chief medical officer for Planned Parenthood of Michigan. We filed this lawsuit on April 7th and asked the court to block this law because it is unconstitutionally vague and violates the rights to liberty, bodily integrity, equal protection and privacy under the Michigan Constitution and state civil rights laws. Meanwhile, attorney John Birch, who's representing Right to Life of Michigan and Michigan Catholic Conference, says Leisher's ruling was issued on incomplete information and just flat out wrong on her legal conclusion. The judge engaged in an analysis without any advocacy from the other side, and she was demonstrably wrong in her legal conclusions on drawing on precedents which have absolutely no bearing on pro-life laws. Meanwhile, Attorney General Dana Nessel, a Democrat, said she won't appeal Gleicher's order. She was named as a defendant in the case and said the ruling against her office is a victory for the millions of Michigan women fighting for their rights. Wait a minute. Nessel Wait a minute. Said, Help me. Exp- what does that mean? What is it says so because she was named because a defendant Dana, in the case said the ruling against her office. What was the ruling against it, her office? Because it's a Michigan so because, law. Because Dana Nessel is the attorney general of the state of Michigan. She is responsible for overseeing all of the laws that are on our books. So when a when when Planned Parenthood and the ACLU decide to file this lawsuit, they actually file it against Dana Nessel and the attorney general's office. And Dana Nessel just decided in this case not to de- not to be an active participant and allowed this to just go through uh as as is and now uh she will not uh yeah, well, okay. Yeah, issue yeah, yeah. I mean, a ruling it, it, against this. It doesn't, so. it doesn't much matter, I guess. But, of course, no. it's not a secret that our attorney general has fought for laws basically only the, only the ones she believes in. Correct. So, and that's I mean, exactly this, when, what's happening here. I, when I saw the story that said that she won't appeal, of course she's not going to appeal. Anyway. Nope, she won't appeal. And she said at one point, Paul, that, that she wouldn't uh, at all uh, – 
put this into effect, if, if this law were to go back into effect, she would not prosecute people for getting abortions right, right, here right. in the state of Michigan. And in the meantime, yeah. uh, I want to uh, point this out, too. Uh, the, the, the decision made by the judge in this case refused to recuse herself. After it was reported, she previously represented Planned Parenthood. That's what we were getting as at. part yeah, of the ACL. Yeah. She gave money to Planned Parenthood. She's a supporter Yearly. of Planned Parenthood, and yet Yearly. she's the judge who wouldn't recuse herself and made mm-hmm. a determination. Here's the other clearly obvious uh, discriminating factor: the Supreme Court. This is a, a this is red alert. I maybe this word didn't get to the Michigan Court of Claims. The Supreme Court has not done anything for or against abortion yet. Duh, they have not done anything, Your Honor. And I use that term apparently very loosely. And yet she's so anxious that she jumps out and finds for Planned Parenthood when there's nothing to worry about yet. Oh, man, that's irritating. Irritating. Paul, let me let me say this. I, I I am a firm believer in our in our judicial system. I, I believe it is one of the best. Apparently, systems you've in never the world. apparently you've never been involved with it. But go ahead. No, no, fair enough. But let me let me just say this. I think that when this judge, who has not only as an attorney represented Planned Parenthood as a part of the ACLU in the past in the in the mid to late nineties, but then yearly donates to Planned Parenthood. And then after she was randomly assigned this case, put up a, a statement via a clerk in her office. And I think rightfully so saying that, Hey, FYI, here's my connection to Planned Parenthood. Here's my connection to the ACLU. Here's my connection to the yearly contributions I make. She put that right out up front and made no bones about it. But she did say, but I don't think I'm going to recuse myself because I can sit on this, uh, this case, impartially objectively and i believe that this letter will clear up any issues that we have and of course what does planned parenthood do planned parenthood sits back and says uh you know what we feel that this judge will uh do the proper thing and take objectivity into consideration here and we feel that she is okay to continue to sit on this what are you kidding me it's it, it, how how is that how, how is stupid that so, how stupid do they think we are pretty stupid i guess pretty stupid yeah, but this is and you're right. You you made a really excellent point. The, the leaked document from the Supreme Court indicates that it's perhaps likely that the Supreme Court will overturn Roe versus Wade. But that has not happened yet. It has not happened yet. And just because now wheels are starting to turn in this state, believe me, there are countersuits being filed. There are other suits in the in the in the court system as well. So this is just kind of the the start of this process here in Michigan, and we'll continue to watch what SCOTUS does. I'm going to hold you to that. You know what I mean? We're on. Um, you've got it. You're, you've you're, got it, babe. I'm here for you, Paulie. You're, you're the W. You're one of the WJR senior news analysts. So that's. What you're going to do for us, and we appreciate you very much. Thanks, Chris. You got it. Have a good day. You too. Good day. Chris Renwick, WJR Senior News Analyst. Our WJR Sports Analyst, Steve Courtney, coming up on the NBA draft last night. And how did the Pistons do? Well, he's going to tell us. As we continue here on a Wednesday morning edition of the Paul W. Smith Show, WJR, approaching 
829. I got ahead of myself, Sean. That doesn't happen very often, but I did. I stumbled on my tongue. It happens.